Welcome to episode 10 of I Quit, the podcast where we talk to entrepreneurs about the scariest day of their life, the day they quit their jobs. I'm your host, Mike Morrison. Why you should quit what you're doing before your mental health quits you. Before you quit your job to become your own boss, know this, it can really take a toll on your health. As entrepreneurs, we're told to hustle 24-7 and always be selling. But our bodies have a way of telling us when it's time to slow down, whether we think we should or not. Today's episode features Dario Joseph Varelli, who is the founder of the digital marketing agency Octopus and Sun Social Media and the co-founder of Work Nicer Coworking. But despite his success and professional growth, he recently chose to quit and work on himself. All right, so today we're here with Dario Joseph Riley. How are you? I'm well. Good, thanks. thanks. So I want you you do two different things. I do. Two jobs. So you're the co-founder of Work Nicer Coworking, which is yeah. a co-working space here in Calgary. Two offices? Yeah, we have two offices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With have, more coming. Yeah. Uh, and you're also the founder of the digital marketing agency Octopus and Son Social Media. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So two full-time jobs. Technically, well, technically, yes, but we'll get into why I don't have two full-time jobs. Okay, yeah, no, and so that's what I wanted to talk to you about. You and I met a few years ago, and I've been following your journey, especially with the co-working space, which is filled with people who've quit their jobs. Uh, And when you talk to them, what what are the main reasons you think they've quit their jobs to become entrepreneurs? Um, More than anything, I think it's a self. It's it's an idea of one control. Um, and not not in a negative sense, but in a way where they feel that they could they could channel their creativity and their desire to do something greater for themselves or their families mm-hmm. um, as well. I mean, entrepreneurs are the new economy, and so we find ourselves, especially with what happened with oil, um, needing to find other solutions and not depending on others except for ourselves. Yeah, and so you you doing these jobs, going full steam ahead, and uh, but you you've taken some time off recently, which is I did. why we brought you on this podcast because yeah. you you, ba- you sort of quit your own jobs. I quit. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did. It was um, I basically came to a, a precipice, if you will, and and thanks to you know my. My business partner Alex Pudisi, right? He basically came to me and said, "You know what? I think I think we need to sit down and we need to figure out, you know, what's going on because a, lo- a lot had happened all at once, right? You know, it wasn't just like the work as well. Like I I separated from my wife, and so there was a lot going on at once, and it was um, uh, it was obviously kind of bearing down, and that mental health was was straining. I was I was anxious, I was stressful, and I wasn't doing what I needed to be doing properly. And lo and behold, it was uh, it was like a forced hiatus." Probably the best thing I ever did in my life. Really? Oh man, yes. I absolutely. know it seemed. It, I I don't know if jealous is the right word, but I was watching your Instagram stories and I was like, he's living <laughs> his best life right now, just like out out enjoying the city and hiking and. I had forgotten to. Okay. Can, can I say that? Like yeah. I had honestly forgotten to to be. You know, like I was so busy, busy, be constantly going, constantly trying to figure it all out, and and, and the next step, and the next step. Uh, you know, I had lost sight of the present. Uh, and I started to just, and every, a lot of people said to me, wow, you seem to just be really like, you're making your own almond milk and you're making your own like kimchi and, and all this stuff. And, and I had forgotten the joys of the simple life. Mm-hmm. That, that, I mean, we've talked about that on this podcast before with other entrepreneurs, that you get bogged down with trying to be an entrepreneur, yeah. that hustle at 24 yeah. seven. Um, hustle is a, is a dirty word. It's exactly no. And I'm not, I, a lot of people use that word. Hustle is a good word. I don't think it's a good word. Hustle is, you and I both. Yeah. We've, we've, we've chatted about that over beer, I feel. So, but the mental health aspect, Mm. um, 
for men in particular, yeah. men men don't talk about mental health. Um, You're stubborn in that respect. Yeah, but you you, you you seem okay with it. Yeah, I've I've suffered from anxiety for a, a while, and um, I decided a while ago to be really kind of open about it um, because I felt, especially as a co-founder of a community of entrepreneurs, where currently you know we have a majority of men, I wanted them to feel like, oh look, here's somebody who's honestly just like me going through, you know, the fun, the shit, uh, the wonderful, the terrible, and, uh, and he's just raised a white flag. Uh, you know, we, we discussed, Alex and I, about how we wanted to tell our community when I, I took a step back and we decided to make it very public. Okay. Um, and, and that was really important. Um, I mean, co-working spaces are hubs <clears throat> for a lot of wonderful things and a lot of things we don't discuss, like the stress, the anxiety. I mean, I, I personally have spent my entire RSP on a project. Like, way to go. Like, how smart is that? Right. Uh, how on, on a co-working space. No, on, on another project altogether. Oh, okay. Right. Like this. Yeah. Serial entrepreneurialism. Right? Oh, yeah. I, I joke that I'm not really good at being an entrepreneur. And that's why I have three different companies. Uh, <laughs> but there is an argument sometimes. Sometimes people are entrepreneurs because they can't find other stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm I unemployable. <laughs> I, don't, I, am. <laughs> I don't think that's your case. <laughs> oh, you're too kind. So um, so we made it really public because we wanted, um, and very much so, like for everybody, um, but yes, that focus on men as well because we do tend to be somewhat stubborn in, in self-care and especially preventative measurement, you know? Did you hear from people after you decided to step back um, of people wanting to do something similar or...? I had a lot of discussions with people who, who had come to me. Um, I became a bit of a lightning rod for that type of vulnerability, which I was really grateful for and, and truly was the goal. Um, and they, uh, you know, they, they confided in me, you know, some of the things that they had been going through and how they felt it was really nice to see that someone, you know, had who's mirroring their own kind of, um, you know, entrepreneurial journey decided to take a step back. And so, you know, I've... Um, so I, I drink decaf coffee a lot, and in the I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's in, awful. Right in 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 the post that I put out, it said, "Hey, if you want to talk about anything, just let's go for decaf." And so people started coming up to me and emailing me, messaging me, and saying, "Let's go for decaf." And it became this code for, "Can we talk about mental health?" Oh, okay. And it was it was really unique. Yeah. Yeah. So I still get those. That's great. That's mm -hmm. that's great that people you know you open that bear. Now my question is, I mm. hear I. You, you've taken time off to deal with your mental health, mm -hmm. but now you have people coming and may, maybe unloading a bit of their own uh, mental health on you. Yeah, so it's it's definitely I. So some of the th I've learned some amazing skill sets that I didn't realize I required, like boundaries, setting expectations. Um, uh, to be you know funny enough, a lot of the things that I learned at Apple. Because you worked at Apple. I, uh, yeah, I worked at Apple. Very uh, very stressful place, right? And they, they give you a lot of tools to kind of learn. So long story short, I learned a lot of these things from my own personal life. So when people are coming to me and they ask me, you know, they, they want to talk or whatnot, I can hold space for them. But I, I know that I can only hold so much because I myself, you know, I'm, I'm learning as well, right? Yeah. But I'm 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 proud that I understand my journey well enough that I'm able to at least just share it with them. Like there's no advice or anything of the sort. I'm not I'm not a therapist, but I am an individual who's really open about the journey I've taken and the tumbles I've had. Um, yeah, I joke that I've uh, reenacted the scene from the Crying Game several times, the shower scene. What? <laughs> which scene in particular? He no. he, he <laughs> cries. No, yeah, okay. Which, which, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the one where he cries in the shower specifically. Okay. All right. Maybe let's cut that, Kyle. <laughs> no, no it's like, we're leaving it. Uh, <laughs> um, so you took, how much time did you take off? I took two months. Like, and can I ask, and yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll edit ask. this out if you 
How did you pay to take two months off? Work nice would continue to pay me okay. to do so. Okay. So I, I was definitely fortunate. And it, lots respect. of companies would have oh, absolutely. stress leave, things like that. 100%. Yeah. That does exist yeah. uh, without question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. So, so you had two months and are you back now? Um, you know, n- no. Okay. Uh, it, th- this was what was really interesting is, so I, I took this step back. I did a lot of self-work. I, you know, all this crying and fun stuff. And then... You know, I had to ask myself a question, which was, well, what exactly are my goals through entrepreneurship, and should I continue? And so Alex and I spoke, and he's like, so, you know, like, what do you want to do when you come back? And I said, I actually, I want to do this instead of this. And, you know, what I'd like to do isn't isn't ready yet. So I basically said, you know what, I'm going to continue to take a step back here. And Alex was like, absolutely. You know, like, continue continue to do what you need to do for yourself. And so, although I am still the co-founder of, of, of Work Nicer, I actually don't do any day-to-days with them at all. Okay. And it's been, it's been wonderful to realize that I had filled my plate at the buffet table of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I was like, the more, the better, the more, the better. And then I realized I, I just wasn't, I wasn't getting full. Do you want to, do you ever think of going back and... Is it easier to just get a nine to five somewhere, you know, be the marketing <laughs> manager somewhere? Or? You know, I, I joke that like if ever the, the, the shit hit the fan, you know where I would go and I wouldn't tell anybody. Mind you, I guess I'm telling everybody now. Yeah. I'd go to McDonald's. I've said, I, th- yeah. I said that when I quit my job yeah. and this is not a dig at McDonald's. No. I love McDonald's. I loved working at McDonald's. I don't even need But it was such there. a great place to work. Oh, you worked there? I worked there. Interesting. Yeah. You, nev- the- you never hear anyone complaining about working at McDonald's. That's Every person that worked at McDonald's liked it. I heard that the turnover can be really high, but that's what can help your own success if you're driven, mm-hmm. right? And that McDonald's... But it's is, that stigma. I think that turnover right? is high because people are like, oh, I shouldn't work at McDonald's. Well, even I said it. I, I You know, this little piece of shame in it, which I wish, you know what, I should apologize for because there's hardworking people that work at McDonald's, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, I would work at McDonald's because it's, you know, there is high turnover. And if you're dedicated, they say it's the only job that within 10 years, you can make $100,000. Wow. Yeah. Without a, without an education. Yeah. State. Yeah. No, it's it's really um, there's I've I've met over the last couple of years a couple of people who are working have worked for McDonald's for a long time and their mm-hmm. stories are really incredible and some of them leave McDonald's thinking there's greener pastures and then come back sort of thing being like realizing yeah. that but it's that stigma of you know fast food chains McDonald's in particular. Yeah, no, I mean I I definitely would take a, a nine to five job if I felt I needed to. However, I do understand myself so much better now, especially that I I know that my my need for creativity and that outlet would probably not be reached. However, I did meet an individual yesterday at Analog Coffee who discussed, uh, who said, I learned that instead of doing a job that I love, I should find what it is my goal is, love that, and then find the path to it. Therefore, whatever I do for work will give me that opportunity. Um, I thought that was neat. It was a, a different perspective, right? Yeah. For, for people who are listening um, and maybe are feeling super overwhelmed at work, um, maybe they can't take that time off. Maybe they can't take two months off. What, what, true. what do you think, what should they, what elements of their life should they quit to, to get back into a proper balance? Um, the, the number one thing I would say, and so we have all these placating little dodges like take time for you and love yourself and but the hell does it all mean? Um, I found... You have a very good radio voice. Thank you. you. That's great. <laughs> I find the most important thing that, that I came across for myself was building a routine in the morning. Like just... Because there's chaos. There's constant chaos. So what can you do? My routine is actually really straightforward. I wake up. I drink two glasses of water. I exercise. Like I just, I do what I refer to as a prison workout. I just do like sit-ups and pull-ups. Okay. <laughs> I then sit down with my, uh, with my cup of coffee or tea. And I write, um, I write Tim Ferriss's gratitude journal. 
Oh, okay. Is five minute gratitude journal where you ask like three questions in the morning, which is what are you grateful for? What would make the day better? And daily affirmations like I am resilient or I am, you know, and, and reinforcing those things. That simple little like honestly 15, 20 minute morning routine, um, one, made me wake up earlier so I can do it. And the peace of mind I have in the morning Holy shit. Hmm. Hey, am I allowed to swear on this yes, thing? Yes, you are. Because, like, fuck staying up late at night. Like, it's all about the morning now. Okay. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. The, the stillness that exists, and I feel calm, I feel relaxed, I feel like... Even with a toddler crawling all over you sometimes? Y- well, you know what? I can get there before that, right? Oh, okay, yeah. He, he sleeps till nine, oh, right? Oh, I know, I know. To all the parents out there who suffer, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I wake up early, and I just, I have it to myself. And that simple, that, that beginning, that was the beginning for me. Mm-hmm. You know, because one of the hardest things I find, even if you do have that time off, is where the hell do you start? Like I went to the Calgary counseling. I went every single week. Right. But prior to understanding my path, uh, we went for like three weeks before figuring out what the hell, what direction am I supposed to be facing? Because mm-hmm. um, that could be difficult. There are a thousand ideas out there um, on how to kind of rein yourself in. Uh, but for everybody, it's different. So it's hard to find your direction first and foremost. So I say, you know, just... Um, you know, meditate in the morning, whatever it is, but take, take that 15 minutes in the morning for you. Fuck everything else. Mm-hmm. And what's next for you then? Um, next for me now is I'm, I'm working on something called um, discomfort over regret, which I actually got tattooed on me. It's about leaning into, into the uncomfortableness of things like this. So I am creating a, a six-story series on my journey through mental health and, and taking that break and what that means as an entrepreneur and as a father. And hopefully it, it's, uh, it resonates with other people. Again, I'm not a therapist. I'm not giving advice. I'm solely telling my story. Yeah, and I, I mean, just based on this short podcast, I think I think people are gonna. I think it resonates a lot. I think yeah. again with mental health, it's always just about talking about it. Your brain sure. can trick you into feeling like you're the only one suffering through it, especially oh, yeah. with social media, oh, yeah. all those sorts of elements. And so, um, I really appreciate you coming on and talking about it today. And you have been super open on social media about what you've been going through. Uh, and you, even though you owned your own companies, you you sort of step back, and that's really scary too. So yeah, stepping back as an entrepreneur is an awful thing because now you're not a part of that that growth, right? And you want to be a part of it. Like what worked nicer when we we opened up Roxbury, I wasn't a part of it in any capacity, and it was almost embarrassing, mm-hmm. you know. And I mentioned that at the Struggle Is Real panel with ATB, um, you know, I, I wasn't a part of it because I was falling apart, you know. But it is hard. But when you do it, like I'm I'm over that mountain now, one of the mountains I should note, and I feel so much better for it. Great. So thanks thanks for letting me chat about. Oh, it's so great, Dara. Thanks so much for coming. Thanks, in. brother. Well, that wraps up this episode of I Quit. Thank you so much to our guest, Dario. If you'd like to follow him on Twitter, you can find him at Dario Varelli. If you have any questions or comments for me, my handle is at Mike's Bloggity. Or you can visit our website at iquitpodcast.ca. Until next time.